0: Hi, Regs. Uh, Before we get started, I just wanted to say that we talk a little bit about Andor in this episode. The bulk of this episode is about Kenobi, but we talk a little bit about Andor, and we recorded this back in July before the release date of Andor was changed. So we talk about it being released on August 31st. It is no longer being released on August 31st. It is now being released on September 21st. So just a little disclaimer there. Make sure you know that. And there are now three episodes being released on September 21st. Super exciting, but it's going to be a little later than we talk about in this episode. So without further ado, I really hope you enjoy it. A desert planet with twin suns. Why do I sense we've picked up another pathetic life form? Use my knowledge. Much
1: to learn, you still.
0: Welcome back to Twin Sun Talks, folks. I'm your host Jonah Liu. Thank you so much for listening, and welcome to this month's edition of The Ability to Speak Does Not Make You Intelligent. The ability to speak does not make you intelligent. On this month, once again, we have Mr. Jack Pittman. Jack, how are you?
1: I'm doing great. Uh, glad to be back as always.
0: Yes, sir. Uh, you know, glad we, to we, have had, you.
1: we had some uh, we had some complications for this episode. I know. Like, no couple, kidding. A uh, couple pushbacks, but here we are.
0: Yeah, no, glad glad I could finally get y'all on. And uh, also on is uh, Clayton Morris. Clayton, how are you?
2: I'm doing awesome. Happy that you're having me back
0: on the pod. Heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. I'm I'm very pumped to have y'all. So today, we're just going to be talking about uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi and just kind of our thoughts on it. But uh, before we get started, how have y'all been? What, what's up in y'all's lives? Uh,
1: I've been great. I mean, I've just been working every day, so... Obviously, you know, would rather be screwing around, but you know, I I like my office, so everything good on that front.
0: Yeah, no, awesome to hear, Clayton. How about you?
2: Been doing good. It's been uh, busy recently, moving into my new apartment, starting grad school, but everything's moving along uh, smoothly.
0: Good stuff. Alrighty. Well, love to hear it. Um, Okay, on that note, let's just dive into... I'm going to do a joint segment since I'm sure this is going to bring up some potentially negative emotions. So we're going to do a joint segment of (laughs) I have spoken and I've got a bad feeling about this. I have spoken. I got a bad feeling about this. Alrighty. So uh, just to kind of set the stage, the Obi-Wan Kenobi show aired from May to June, uh to like mid-June. It was six episodes long, a supposedly limited series, but now there are whispers of a supposed season two that's coming out. Um so uh Clayton, I'm gonna start with you. Could you give me just a synopsis of your like just thoughts on the show before we get into a more detailed discussion?
2: Ooh you know the show is so interesting to me because for me it's simultaneously too rushed and too strung out. And mm-hmm. I can elaborate on that further, but I always hear people excusing it as, Oh, it was supposed to be a movie. Yeah. But I look at the show and if I think about these six episodes condensed into a movie, I'm like with what they tried to do, uh,
1: Mm-mm.
2: no way. But yeah, I'm, uh... see...
1: sorry, Jack. Sorry. I was just going to say, did you see somebody did that? Like somebody created a movie out of, uh, the show.
2: Yeah I did I was looking into it um as far Mm -hmm. as I know the editing was awesome but it kind of exposed a lot of the glaring pacing issues within Mm -hmm. the script I think the most obvious from me Princess Leia was captured and rescued twice within (laughs) six episodes (laughs) and I could not see that working even if they edited down the episodes into I don't know what he did maybe two hours or so whatever standard movie is yeah um interesting show to me i don't think that i can say i loved it i think some parts i really enjoyed and some other parts how did that get past the drawing board
0: yep I, I agree i agree uh jack what about you i
1: mean i watched every single episode and after i i finished every episode i just went straight to the star wars group chat and talked about it so, <laughs> I, mean, I kind of I felt about it but no i mean there were obviously some good parts the end, I thought was was good, but I I think we were talking about this uh, in the chat. But with with these in between shows, there are just no stakes, and so it's kind of boring. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. I, I do too. And then, what uh, one more thought is like, it, it almost wasn't that believable for me that all of a sudden Obi Wan is just going to come in and and beat up on Vader. I don't know.
0: Yeah. No, th- there's definitely some issues with that that I have too. Um, but yeah, no, we we can we we can definitely get into that a little bit more in, in the main discussion. I I would say overall I I liked it. I have a lot of issues with it, but I mean I think that it was fun. I think that I I especially the last episode saved a lot of it for me. Um, just with that final confrontation and just some of the stuff that they handled. I don't know. I think that. There is so much wasted potential in this show, which is really, really frustrating. And the more I think it's it, this is the case with a lot of Star Wars projects, It's kind of like the more I think about it, the more I kind of get annoyed by it, at least the stuff that's ha- come out recently. But um, but I would say for the most part, I liked it. And there's a lot that I am frustrated by. <laughs> but uh, but that's just kind of my general consensus for it. Um but yeah, is there anything that y'all would w- like to start with on a more specific okay. conversation? First um, of all, I have
1: to say, Jonah, you're you're so much more of a Star Wars like optimist than Clayton. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was about to say, I, I I don't even think that I could say with a straight face that I I said I didn't love it. I don't think I could say I liked it. That's fair. Jack. I, I wanted to say you said that you couldn't believe that Obi Wan beat Darth Vader, but you're forgetting that the script required it, the writer wanted oh, yeah. it to happen, and so it was so. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but yeah.
2: you're right there was no believable build-up i i think i'm sorry I'll, I'll get into it later but yeah it's wonky writing is the name name of the game with that show i don't think that there was very intelligent plot progressions at all really with any of the storylines yeah.
0: yeah no i can agree with that
1: uh we get into it I I haven't done that much brushing up on the plot. I don't know if y'all have. And so if if y'all have, I'll definitely let y'all lead the discussion and chime in as I'm reminded of things.
0: I mean, I kind of like... I went through my old scripts for all the reviews and stuff, and that was kind of how I brushed up on it. But um, I didn't like rewatch it or anything. Um, But yeah, no, I'll I'll start with... I made an Instagram poll... um, about just this show I made a reel about it and just was like hey did y'all like this and 63% of the people said they liked it uh 37% said they didn't and on you the one I posted on YouTube people kind of discussed it a little bit more in the comments and people uh it seemed to be kind of similar to what I said where it's like it was good but xyz issue kind of took away from it for me and so I feel like um I feel like the, the biggest thing that we kind of trash talked about in, in the group chat was the chase scene in the very first episode. So if we want to kind of start on that note, then I'd be more than happy to uh, to discuss that if either of y'all want to take that.
2: Um, I think that that was the first uh-oh. <laughs> uh, whenever something like that happens in a show, especially the first episode, because you'd think the first episode... They want to draw in the viewers to keep them for the long term. So maybe they take a little bit extra care on those little details. Mm. I remember I was just watching with a group of guys who were admittedly more critical than I am. I don't think I'm the most critical guy in the world, but I mean, I have a lot to say a lot of the times. But oh my god, that I've never heard the room groan louder than... (laughs) I want to preface everything I'm saying (laughs) by... The fact that I loved little Leia's actress, I thought Mm -hmm. if you were going to do a younger Leia, that's the perfect actress for it. Um, However, I think that in terms of believability, you know, no, I don't believe that a 10-year-old girl could outrun uh, four grown adults. (laughs) I don't (laughs) don't know. Um, And I think that what they were trying to go for was... Hey, Princess Leia. She's a badass. You know, she can get out of situations like that. And if it was an older Leia, sure, yeah, I would completely believe that. It's almost as if they were scared to show her getting captured too fast. It was like,
1: mm-hmm.
2: as if they were scared to show her being incompetent. Not that that would be because she's a child. Yeah. You know, had that guy, um, sting right? That's, like, <laughs> that's who it was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Had he have just captured her right there? You know, because there was an edit I saw on YouTube. I don't know if y'all saw it, where somebody recut the clip, Mm -hmm. and she goes out to the forest. Says, "What are you doing here?" And he essentially says, "Like I'm here for you." And then they just put the bag over her head, cutting out the entire chase scene. And I was like, "Yeah, she's a kid. That's what would happen." It's works so well. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um. But sure. Yeah. What a what a note to start the show on.
0: I know. Uh, on that, uh, just on that, I saw like that scene slowed down, and they have like the the three bounty hunters. They like have like a triangle around her, right? And there's one guy that's like standing directly to her. I guess it would be left in that scene, and she starts running. This is his like arena of this triangle that he's supposed to go after. She takes like ten steps before he takes one. It's just like. This is just, there's nothing, just no thought put into this scene whatsoever. But sorry, Jack, I cut you off a little bit.
1: Uh, well, first of all, I was going to ask, in that room of groans, Clayton, was uh, Cole Palmer in the room? No, he wasn't. Uh, well, I, he would have been my suspect number one. But um, <laughs> I, I do have something
2: interesting to say to that, but as if the uh, podcast listeners would know Cole Palmer. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's all good. It's all good.
1: Um, did, did y'all see that? Do you remember the YouTube video I sent where the chase scenes are sped up and it's like the wacky races music in the background or whatever? It's so funny.
2: (laughs) Um, Jonah, you were saying how that guy took like 10 steps moving Mm -hmm. just a couple of yards. Yeah. You know, I'm wondering if that was less about trying to let Leia get a more believable lead, trying to slow down a grown adult from letting them take longer strides. And I'm wondering if that was more of a limitation of the volume that they're filming in. That if we have a chase scene where multiple people are going full speed ahead, it's like, uh-oh, we just hit the wall on the other side of the that, room.
0: Yeah, that, that's <laughs> so that's not slow quite slow what. Down a bit. That's not quite what I meant. I'm saying Leia took like ten steps before he even like started me. Oh, before like he started s- after. He just kind of okay. stood there and was just like, oh, right. Yeah, it's like, oh, Let's <laughs> yeah. See, I was yeah.
2: thinking about. Uh, jack when you said the wacky racist theme they really home in on this shot where it's the female bounty hunter and her legs are like completely split wide open you know just taking like little little (laughs) steps
0: (laughs) because otherwise
2: catch up to her
0: yeah no i mean yeah they're like running into branches and like tripping over nothing and just like it it feels like a cartoon there's a lot of those moments in the show it literally does like
1: like yeah, you know like the classic cartoon like you start running in place and then go like that's literally mm-hmm. what it felt like.
0: Honestly,
2: yeah, I feel like that little that wind up sound.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. No. I mean they were clearly trying to go for cuz you in, you're introduced to young Leia and she's in the trees. She mm-hmm. spends a lot of time in this forest so she knows the layout. And yeah. I think that that's what they wanted to convey was like, hey, if someone chases her through this forest, you know, she knows the ins and outs. She's going to get out of the situation, which is not if you want to have a chasing was with, you know, people who can clearly catch the other individual. That's probably the way to do it, Yeah. you know, is just show that the person who's less capable knows the layout of the land better so they can squeeze through these little branches like they showed her. I think the idea, you know, I don't I don't, <laughs> can't say it's great, but the idea is there. The execution. Ooh.
0: no, Not Yeah, not yeah I- great. I completely agree. Yeah. If it was something like a briar patch that she like only she could fit through and like she just kind of finds out like a little like passageway through like that's something, but that's not what we got at all. But yeah, um, Jack, what were you saying?
1: Uh <laughs> earlier I was just gonna add on to the cartoon thing and say, Oh, it's like one of the bounty hunters runs into a tree and, like, becomes an accordion. Like, that's... <laughs> <yeah>.
0: <laughs> no, exactly. It's like, completely compresses into the tree and then, like, folds back out. Um, uh, but no. no yeah.
1: It, it just felt so cheesy to me. It, I, I'm i a big fan of darker Star Wars. And so th- yeah. this is, like, almost off-topic and, like, out there. But I would have liked the show. Uh, maybe it wouldn't have worked with the timeline. But, like, Leia is you know, 14, 15, a little bit older and maybe she kills one of the bounty hunters, like something like that. I, I would have liked Leia to be a little bit older in the show.
0: That's fair. I mean, I, I thought I personally liked the perspective of kind of a younger Leia. I, I agree with you, what you said earlier, Clayton. I think that her actress was fantastic. I thought she was portrayed really, really well. Um, I did too. but I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how much I like that storyline just as it exists in the show. That's one of my major issues with it. And we we can talk about that if we're kind of off this topic. But something that I really, probably my biggest issue with the show is that it didn't, weirdly enough, focus enough on Obi-Wan in my opinion. I feel like characters like Leia and Reva pulled a lot of focus and um, too much focus for for, for the show's own good. So I'd love to hear y'all's thoughts on that.
1: Okay, so one, Reva is a terrible character. I think we can all agree on that. Yeah. Uh, we had we had a little uh, audio difficulty, but we're back now and re- rehashing what I was saying. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there, there were like the political issues with Reva being trashed on, and you and mm-hmm. McGregor made that video, but I mean... That was obviously not it at all for me. I I think that her motivations were unclear. It's like, oh, well, she's just an evil inquisitor. And then there was supposedly the big twist where it's like, oh, well, actually, she's trying to kill Anakin. And Mm -hmm. that was just kind of lame for me.
0: That didn't really Yeah. I think that the, the concept of her being a youngling that's seeking revenge against vader is i would say a more interesting storyline than i had originally thought which was just that she was a youngling that fell to the dark side um but uh i think that her being a jedi killing inquisitor who is trying to kill vader for killing jedi is a little confusing because um, obviously she's she's done a lot of terrible things in the service of getting that revenge which yeah. doesn't quite help with those motivations in my opinion um, and I, yeah, just talking of just quickly about the political stuff, obviously don't condone any of the hate that was racially motivated or anything like that. That's really, really terrible. And I think that Moses Ingram did a fine job. And I think that a lot of it does come down to writing and it just being kind of an uncompelling character overall, um, which is really unfortunate. I think that that she her character would have been serviced very well in pretty much any other show where she wasn't taking real estate up from a legacy character like Obi-Wan. Um, I think people would have been a lot more receptive to it then. Um, but but yeah, no, I just, I think that at the end of the day, we focus too much on her and not enough on Obi-Wan, which is really, really frustrating because there was a lot of potential to really dive into sort of the psychological trauma and look at how the past 10 years have really affected Obi-Wan. Because obviously we get to see like, how he's struggling he's cut himself off from the force and away and he's rusty he's not as capable as he once was but the thing with the show is that like it shows him like in that state of like almost incompetence or in like incapability and then like he's just all of a sudden better like there's no real journey it just kind of happens and that would okay. have been such a powerful thing to see sorry go for it I I
1: agree, and I think that goes back to what Clayton originally said at the beginning of the podcast, is how the show felt strung out but rushed at the same time. I think it can be broken down into the story itself felt really strung out, but the development of Obi-Wan felt really
0: rushed. And I think that's maybe what you're saying. Yeah, completely agree. Mm -hmm. You can go for it, Clayton, if you want.
2: Yeah, I'll just jump in here. Uh, As far as Moses... Ingram's performance went, she was written to be brash, a little bit mm-hmm. more Im- immature. You know, she's guided by anger, so she's not making the smartest decisions. And so yeah. all of these things were portrayed well by Moses Ingram, you know. So I think that people online have a tough time separating the writing from the actor. Yeah. Most because definitely. as far as the actor went, she did everything that they wanted her to do. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, I I would say she did a great job acting as that character. I will say the writers did a terrible job and did Moses Ingram a huge disservice. I bet that she could have been so much better and more well-received by fans had they have given her better material.
0: Yeah.
2: Um. But, I mean, your original question was, what did we think about the Reva and the Leia storylines? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it just goes back to my first point about the show being too strung out, too rushed. Because I think that if you wanted to tell the story of Reva, you know, an Inquisitor who became an Inquisitor out of hate and revenge for Darth Vader. Because he's the one that slotted all of her friends and her mentors. You know, that's a powerful storyline right there could have been handled better in a separate project where people aren't expecting to get more out of the title character. Yeah. You know, it's like if this was a 12 episode series and we could see more with Obi-Wan, great, throw that Reva storyline in there. This was a 6 episode series, not even an hour episode each. You know, there mm. wasn't time for them to focus in on Reva's storyline. I, sorry, I also interchange Reva, Reva. Is no, there a definitive good. answer on which one it is?
0: It's Reva, and the show it's Reva. So okay, yeah.
2: Reva, okay, so I'll stick with Reva. But yeah, I think that her character would have been handled way better had they have devoted a separate show to her. Yeah, I but agree. It, it's a thing that I feel like a lot of modern shows are doing with these big name IPs like Star Wars. They yeah. know people are going to tune into an Obi-Wan show. They don't know that people are going to tune into a Reva show. Yeah. So if they want to get a, you know, a jump on this character's development or have her seen by as many eyes as possible, let's throw her into the show that we know everybody's going to watch. And then I know some business people are sitting there like, oh boy, think about all the spinoff potentials with these characters. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And so yeah. then it's like you know that she's not – going to kill be killed off in the show. Not that I necessarily wanted her to be killed off, but for example, episode five, Darth Vader knows that she knows that he's Anakin Skywalker. That's his biggest yeah. secret. And they've shown in comics and other media that he's not okay if people know that secret. Oh yeah. You know, he will go to the end of the earth to make sure that people don't know. And Darth yeah. Vader, you know, I don't know if the writers know this, but he's ruthless. He will kill you. he doesn't care so I just think that they sacrificed character traits like Darth Vader's ruthlessness in favor of keeping her alive so that they could potentially use her in a project down the line um it's just a little disheartening as a fan because it's it just comes down to they care a little bit more about more series you know disney plus yeah. viewing numbers than they do about a good story
0: i would agree that that seems to be the case and i'd like to talk about a potential alternate ending that i heard about which i love in comparison to what we got and it's that in in the show in an entirety riva or riva's character as she was conceived in whatever this uh, original draft was wasn't going to know that vader was anakin and obi-wan was going to tell her this and then she was going to That was going to kind of break her out of her spell and turn her back to the light side. And she was going to then sacrifice herself to help Obi-Wan escape. Because Obi-Wan wasn't going to be able to handle Vader. He had a mission to do to go protect Luke. So Reva was going to sacrifice herself. She was going to die. But she was going to die fighting Vader in the service of helping Obi-Wan escape. Which I think would have been really, really cool.
2: Yeah, but. just hearing I, I have not heard that, but just hearing you say that, that seems like that would have been the better story. I mean, yeah. I'm just already sitting here just imagining it, getting chills yeah. from that. I mean I, know. I uh, I I don't know. That that almost <laughs> that seems like too intelligent of a storyline though for these writers. I know. <laughs> but
0: it's also very simple, right? Like that's, that's such no, an no, easy you, thing.
2: There's like, a lot of things in this show that you think would be the simple choice. I Yeah. Uh, we should get Joby Harold as a pod.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, no kidding. Hey, yeah, I, no. Just, I got a couple <laughs> questions for you, um, Jack. What are you saying?
1: We just grill them the whole time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh,
1: well, I, I, had, I had a couple things, but I didn't want to interrupt you. I, a couple minutes okay. ago, you were talking about uh, the Obi Wan show, how it like steals from the main character. Well, I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of tired of oh the Obi Wan show, the Boba Fett show. I'm kind of sick of character shows. I'd rather have yeah. something more open. And Mm -hmm. I just thought of this. It's like, oh, we have the Obi-Wan show. And then it kind of doesn't focus that much on Obi-Wan. It's just subverting expectations again. Yeah.
2: Right. Well, they know if they call it Obi-Wan, you know, you include more characters that you could hopefully spin off down the line. I mean, I I think that's what they did with Boba Fett, too. I
0: mean, that's exactly who knows. Maybe
2: maybe before they saw the fan reception, there was a spin off show in the line. What do they call those? But that biker gang.
0: (laughs) <laughs> the Vespa, the, the mods, modders, oh, yeah, whatever the, it is, yeah. Disney
2: Plus, the mods.
0: The, the Power Rangers, but yeah. Um, no, I, I agree, but Jack, are you talking more about like a Rogue One where it's like kind of a cast of characters that could include these legacy characters, but yeah, it's exactly. more of a like a an all-encompassing story of a time period rather than like a character study?
1: Yeah, rather um, than following a character, yeah. Because- Which I think, I, yeah- I mean, I, I just think it, it leaves it more open, which I, I, I know I've talked to Clayton about this. I'm actually leaning more towards, oh, we have entirely new characters like the new show Acolyte, I think it's called. Yeah. And so just on the theme of leaving, uh, leaving show, uh, shows and projects more open and not, uh, cause when you do a character show, it's just kind of limited. And I mean, we had yeah. the Boba Fett show where we like went off and, did mando's story and that was a problem because it was the (laughs) boba fett show but yeah Mm -hmm. if it wasn't it wouldn't have been as as much of a problem obviously it took away from the mandalorian but in a world where like we don't have the mandalorian or the boba fett shows just one i I don't know yeah i'm kind of i'm kind of rambling, but i think you understand yeah no
0: No, you're good I, i get what you're saying but i mean i think the andor might be even though it's like it seems it's named after a character. I think it might be more of what you're talking about, where it's like it's more a, a study of this imperial era that we don't have too much knowledge of in canon, where it's kind of going over, it's focusing on this character, but at the same time, we're getting this perspective of this entire like rise of the empire type uh, vibe, which I think could be kind of interesting. But yeah, as long as it's done the right way.
2: Um, yeah, I'm uh, Jack. You mentioned earlier because we were talking about this, those in between shows. And uh, just to mm-hmm. clarify, in between, we're talking about between episodes. Yeah. So stuff like Obi Wan and then Mandalorian Boba Fett's a little bit different because we have a longer time gap in between movies. Yeah. But if you're putting a show in between three and four and it involves characters like Obi Wan, who we ultimately know what happens to Obi Wan. You know, we know where he's at when Episode 4 starts. It just feels like these shows don't accomplish anything, and there's no Mm -hmm. real stakes. For example, the end of Episode 5, its this big, suspenseful moment when Reva picks up the calm that Obi-Wan left behind. She finds out about Luke, and we slowly pan on Luke sleeping, and it's like, oh my god, is he... Is he going to be okay? Like, I hope this kid doesn't die. Yeah. Like, I hope this kid is still around to save the galaxy. It, it's crazy to me because, really? It's like, yeah. you're, you're building this scene in a way that we don't know what's the ultimate fate of this character. I, I don't really understand why it hasn't been a bigger focus for Disney to go way further in the past or way further in the future. Because it seems a lot of the flack that they get from fans is mishandling legacy characters.
1: Mm-hmm. But if you introduce
2: yep. a show with a whole new cast of characters, then you're not going to have that rabid fan base coming after you. And not that I'm necessarily like excusing the rabid fan base because they are vicious. Yeah. But you know, it, it just it seems like it would be a smarter business decision to give your creators as much freedom as possible. Mm-hmm. And just say, hey, you know, we don't know what's going to happen to these characters. We don't even know what the state of the galaxy is at this point in time. Just go crazy. Make a good story. Yeah. We'll go from there.
0: I completely agree. I mean, just talking about the Luke-Riva thing, I hate that she even went to Tatooine. I hate that she interacted with Luke, even if he was unconscious. I think that that's another part of the show that really rubs me the wrong way. Is that, like, she shouldn't, have, she, she shouldn't be alive knowing that Luke is anakin's son which how does she figure like do you, okay this is a legitimate question that i still don't know the answer to how did she figure out that luke was anakin's son because it did doesn't she? say it doesn't say that in the well why else would she be there trying to kill a child see that like, okay but the, is the simplest reasoning one? is
2: that bad writing but yeah i guess <laughs> within the context of the show it, it is very weird. I don't think she has a reason to believe that that's Anakin's son because she doesn't know that Leia's his son, right? No, but like she even know in that the- Luke is related to Leia or Bale might say something along. Also, that Bale communication—that's a whole that's other right, thing I was to <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that's, well, we, we can talk
0: about. Well, we can kind of we can kind of merge these together. Yeah, we'll, we'll like, merge
2: them together. But yeah, I don't even, think that she. I I don't know. I couldn't give you a satisfied answer on that. I don't.
0: Even in even in that transmission, like he doesn't say anything about Anakin's relation to them. He just talks about that the fact that they're children, which that message is idiotic. Like if you think that <laughs> if you think that Obi Wan's potentially been captured, you're gonna send a message that anyone can just open saying, like, oh, I hope y'all haven't been captured. Can I but do then I'm just best- gonna spill out everything. This is their social security <laughs> number and their address and their mother's maiden name. Like, come on. That's yeah, like, like- my best impression of that that transition. yeah go for it go for it
2: obi-wan in case you're captured and in case somebody has gotten a hold of this communicator it's me bail organa <laughs> senator of alderaan <laughs> look i know you're off planet but somebody needs to protect luke anakin's son who is with <laughs> owen and beru, and beru lars so i'm gonna go there myself <laughs> let's hope that nobody else goes after him because currently he's unprotected <laughs> Bail Organa, yep. Senator of Alderaan out.
0: <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. And it didn't even Sorry. occur to me in the moment, but yeah, <laughs> go for it. Go for it, Jack.
1: It, it, it's like out of the hologram, like a wayfinder pops out. Yeah, no, exactly.
0: Here's where Here's where you can find me. <laughs>
1: uh, okay, okay. so I actually did not think about how she didn't say that it was uh, Anakin's son in the... Or, how he didn't say it was Anakin's son in the recording. Yeah, I kind of just assumed that he did. I, I guess I didn't notice that. So, yeah, there's no answer to how Re- Reva would know that. I guess yeah. if we had the writers on here, it would just say, oh, well, <laughs> the, the ultimate plot armor, like Reva's the, the, force, the force. extremely insightful.
2: <laughs> it, yeah. the, the force showed her a vision.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I know. In the novelization of the show, then it says that Re- <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Like, oh my well, actually, gosh.
2: you need to watch and read all the supplementary material that you can buy yeah. from our store for $30. Exactly.
0: Inch. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> there's a sentence that says, and then she knew that this was Anakin's son. because She knew by reading. the tone
2: of his voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
0: gosh. But yeah, no, it's just like, but I'd went back and watched that communication a couple times because I was like, did I miss something? I had to have missed something. Like, it's like, there's no way. And it's just like, no, she's just ready to kill a child that she met the surrogate father of one time in the yeah. city square um wait
2: can i throw one more thing before we move on go for it well bail organa leaving this message obviously very stupid but can we mention how stupid obi-wan was too because <laughs> didn't he just give that to Camille nanjiani's character i, sure I forget did. his name sorry but yeah he uh, it to him along with his lightsaber by the way, I don't remember how he ever got his lightsaber back because I seem to very clearly remember him giving him his lightsaber and yeah. his communicator. Obi-Wan had to have known that message was on there. Did he listen to it earlier in the episode?
0: Yeah, he did.
2: Okay, so he didn't delete it before giving no. it to someone that, you know, Apparently not. He, the first time he met not that long ago <laughs> he didn't trust. Apparently and there's not. no guarantee that he's not going to double, triple cross them.
0: Yeah, no. It's it's weird that he didn't give him to the what's his character? Broken, the guy that's kind of in charge there. A, a little bit more that,
2: established as a safe yeah. character. No, and
0: uh, <laughs> yeah, it's so bizarre. And I'm guessing that since Haja, the Kumail's character, was on the transport afterwards, so I'm assuming he just like got it back.
2: Which, but that. that's weird. Why would you ever include a scene of like, this is your now, na- this is your lightsaber now. I'm yeah, I'm done know. with this. And then like, hey, actually. I'm gonna go have an epic fight with Darth Vader. Kind of yeah, back.
0: I think it was a just yeah, in right. case, just in case he Riva didn't like take his bait and like actually captured him. Yeah, I guess it's a way to defend Leia. I don't know. Kamel's not Kamale's not qualified for that. But it's like,
2: what, what was he gonna do with that lightsaber? Yeah, Obi Wan no. knows he's not a real Jedi.
0: Yeah, Th- those
2: things are dangerous. He's gonna hurt himself.
0: Yeah, stupid You know Obi-Wan. what
2: I, that, that, was, you, that was stupid.
0: You know what I wish is that Haja's character was replaced by Hondo. I think that that would have been oh,
1: fantastic. Oh my Can
2: God.
0: you imagine? Uh, just dude, like, imagine this like,
2: first he, scene—he's pretending to be a Jedi, doing all that stuff, <laughs> and like we would know off the bat. Anyone who knows yeah. Hondo, we'd just be like, "Oh, no way!"
0: Yeah, but that adds that little like comedic value to it. But it's also it's Hondo. Like it would be fantastic, and then he just it shows would, up down the line. It was like, so "Yeah, I didn't have anywhere else like, to go."
2: I know we got this in Rebels, where Hondo was less of like this. Awesome pirate captain with his whole crew, and he was just yeah. kind of on his own because he's lost everything. Mm-hmm. But like, it would have been so much funny funnier in live action too. If like we went from the Hondo and Clone Wars, with yeah. that pirate with the whole crew, <laughs> and then all of a sudden he's just swindling people and like this little <laughs> room, <dark crew. laughs> acting like he's a yeah. Jedi. No I kidding, know, that I mean, would be cool
0: to me. That would have been hilarious. And I, I'm not gonna lie, I just came up with that right now, just thinking about Kumail's character and just like the comedic value. I was like, I kind of like that. It's like you know what it would have been better is freaking hondo cuz i love hondo i think that he's fantastic and kind of that perfect blend of like kind of almost a jack sparrow flavor of humor that would have oh, fit really well yeah
2: you know what i think they didn't do it because that would have cost money to put makeup on someone
0: it would have well i mean look at I mean, what they did to the grand
2: inquisitor i have no I about faith to say. that hondo was gonna look okay <laughs> i
0: was about to say they would have painted some guy's face like kind of an off brown and then glued oh. something to his face and given him some sw- swimming goggles and it's oh, like hey man. this is hondo
2: and he would never take the goggles off because it would reveal glaring flaws with the makeup exactly
0: yeah no they didn't they didn't put anything under the goggles so it would have been like a like a weird tan line um <laughs> But, uh, no, I mean, Grand Inquisitor... I will say, Grand Inquisitor looked better in the show than in the promotional material. I think the mm-hmm. eyes sold a lot. Um, I think they I mean, did some
2: post-work. I mean, the teeth yeah. and the eyes, I don't think we saw mm-hmm. that in the trailer. No.
0: I just think it was the angles in the trailer. You didn't really get to see too much, but that might be mm-hmm. my optimism talking. But, um, I don't know. I don't have too much else that I didn't like. I, If we want to pivot to some, some of the stuff I thought was cool. I think that... D- minus the fact that he didn't just like behead riva on the spot mm. like aside from that i think that vader was actually portrayed really really well in this show and i think that it was really really cool like i think yeah. that that was the best part of the show
2: i mean i think that as far as striking someone when they're down goes in this show darth vader had the opportunity to do that to riva which i feel like he would have i mean he was holding the double lightsabers like he yeah. was Anakin in episode three again. I thought he was mm-hmm. going to pull a Dooku. The coolest do no, that would have been awesome.
0: I, I thought then, so too. Uh,
2: the last episode, before we talk about things we liked, just one more thing I really didn't like. Okay. Obi-Wan went into this fight knowing that one of them needs to die. And yeah. then he has Darth Vader beaten. And, and he does yes, a big emotional scene just went by and Obi-Wan's crying. But you also just showed him to be this fully-fledged Jedi Master again who's fully in control of himself. I just feel like no way Obi-Wan would just let Darth Vader go after knowing that it's no longer Anakin yeah, and just no. let this guy continue to reign terror upon the galaxy because now, Obi-Wan, whether you like it or not, you are complicit in every further <laughs> yeah. murder that Darth Vader is responsible for.
1: No
0: kidding. Yeah, no, the <laughs> body count. The, right? Yeah.
1: Go for it. I mean, he, he talks about, oh my gosh, like, I mean, look at this. I didn't kill Anakin on Mustafar. Like, what a grave mistake. I think he yeah, literally he did it talked in the show. He talked about it in the
2: positive. Yeah. And Obi-Wan made some stupid decisions.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, and, and that being said, I'll go back to Revenge of the Sith. How cruel is it of Obi-Wan? Like, even if it's your brother and this kid that you've almost raised— you're going to let, you'd rather let him burn on a lava bank after being dismembered, literally cook alive. You would rather do that oh, than finish him off, take him behind the barn, put a bullet in his head, like put him out of his misery. Like that
2: was more excusable than this though. Cause at least it was like, he had just turned bad. It's like, no, he can't just strike down his old friend. Darth Vader just told you he's not Anakin anymore. He just told yeah. you, no, I killed Anakin. You didn't kill Anakin. I killed Anakin, but I'm Darth Vader now. And Obi-Wan's yeah. like, okay, Darth.
0: See yeah, which I did <laughs> like that. That's fun. Asi- yeah, I like aside that. from, as, yeah, aside from the aside from the fact that he didn't kill him, because that is a glaring like, okay, it's like I love the I don't know if you, do y'all watch Pitch Meeting with Ryan Ryan George? No, he's he's hilarious, but he's like he's like he's like, but, but then he doesn't kill him. He's like, oh, why is that? So the next movie can happen. He's like, oh, that makes sense. It's like like that's literally <laughs> it's it's such an obvious example of that. But that whole interaction, I think, is fantastic. I love that entire sequence. Yeah. So I'm I willing mean, to okay. overlook that. But.
1: but that's the thing about in-between shows is really all it does is create problems. I mean, yeah. When when uh, in A New Hope, when Darth Vader says, Oh, last time we met, I was just like, you were the master. Like, that was meant for Revenge yeah. of the Sith, not this battle. And I think it's and, super obvious. Yeah.
0: I'll actually say, and I think I've talked to y'all about this before. My headcanon with what that quote is referring to is when he says, when I left you, I was but the learner. Now I am the master. So when I left you could be referring to him leaving the Jedi order and becoming a Sith. And now he's a master of darkness. That's my interpretation of that quote. Um, Especially since in this show, Obi-Wan leaves him. It doesn't quite line up. And okay, regard, but you're, you're
1: just, I no. mean, you're just using semantics to justify it. Yep, like
0: sure, am.
2: <laughs> but I, I think what would have been cool is if you want to keep that quote true for episode four when I left you, I was but the learner. You know, why not have it be a situation where Obi Wan is going to strike down Darth Vader because he's like, you know what, you aren't Anakin anymore, you're not my friend, I'm gonna put an end to your terror. And he goes for the final kill, but then that's where you reintroduce the Grand Inquisitor, who we know wasn't dead, you know? Or just some sort of Imperial backup that stops Obi-Wan and allows Darth Vader to retreat, to leave Obi-Wan. Because now Darth Vader was beaten, so that line of, I was but the learner, but Darth Vader also left him. So when I left you... I. and that or, would have solved yeah. the problem of like, why would Obi-Wan let this guy go?
0: Or, or just have Vader retreat. Like, uh, I mean, yeah, like he there, could like, yeah. yeah, it's like something like that. Like, I don't know, which I don't think he would. I think he'd rather die than do that. But at the same time, I think that I agree that that would make more sense than having Obi-Wan just leave him alive. Um, but okay. <laughs> I mean, let me ask yeah. A
1: question. I'm sorry. Fin- finish, Jenna. I thought you were done.
0: No, no, no. I was done.
1: Okay, Um, I was finished. Let let me pose a question. Clayton and I have talked about this. Let's say that uh, we have no idea what the Obi-Wan plot is supposed to be. You pull up us in a writer's room, and obviously like the three of us couldn't write a script, but if we constructed a a rough outline of the show, do you think it would would have been more well received than this version of Obi-Wan?
0: Probably. I have some ideas. The biggest issue that I can't come up with Is how you get Obi Wan off Tatooine in a believable way. I think that that's the trickiest thing because I don't think it's believable in this show. Um, I like it just because you get to see Obi Wan in action, but I don't think that Bail Organa would go to Obi Wan first in this situation if his daughter got kidnapped. I think that he sends out his people, and if all of his people wind up dead like five times, then and his daughter's missing for like a week then maybe maybe he goes to Mm obi-wan but i mean
1: i didn't have a problem with that no no i i
2: I think we should pivot to stuff we like because i did like that i thought that if you're gonna take a character who has like he he has a responsibility to watching over luke and like that's now his life's purpose how do you remove him from Tatooine because you can't have an entire show on Tatooine. There's no, I don't know. I don't want to watch that. But uh, yeah, <laughs> that, that's the smartest thing is just take the other child who needs protection. And yeah, put them in a place of danger so that Obi Wan can reasonably leave the planet. No, that was that was great. I thought that, I just, that was the best way to do it. I,
0: I just think the the manner in which it happened is a little rushed. Like you know what I mean. Like Bail, that was the first thing. Like he was ready to pick up that image caster and call obi-wan and like he didn't even try he didn't know that the the inquisitors were even behind it like he he just knew that his daughter had been kidnapped and he's a senator like you can't he didn't
2: have any resources
0: no exactly and he and the reason that he said like obi-wan even said like why didn't you try the senate and he's like well that would draw too much attention it's like well why did you take leia in the first place (laughs) if yeah her being your daughter would draw too much attention like you know what i mean like i think that him if he had tried and was like hey I, all my men have wound up dead everyone that i've sent has wound up dead she's been gone for five days we don't have any other options we need you yeah i think I mean, that, that would have been a little more believable
2: yeah, i think bale knew the show was called obi-wan kenobi so uh, <laughs> he's <needs laughs> like the one yeah to be after. it's like but man also, we haven't
0: seen everyone do anything yet yeah <laughs> i think the meat. only
2: the only reason you'd go after Obi-Wan for help is if you think the Inquisitors are involved. But if you think the Inquisitors are involved, maybe you have a strong suspicion that they're doing this to draw out Jedi, who yeah. Obi-Wan is. Probably the most wanted Jedi besides Yoda. So, yeah, weird Which... weird decision not to show Bale putting more resources into finding Leia before going to Obi-Wan. But...
0: An- another interesting thing. I think that since Bale was definitely like a rebel sympathizer, right? And I think that it would have been really interesting if the, the Inquisitors were kind of testing him. And Reva, and she's like the more brash and kind of aggressive one of them, was like, hey, I'm going to kidnap his daughter, see if a Jedi shows up to come and get her. Because what is he going to do? He's going to send op, out his regular men. I'm going to kill him. What are they going to do? And so, and then who comes but Obi-Wan Kenobi? They're like, oh, jackpot. And then they bring in... Because <sighs> like I don't like that she was like, oh, Obi-Wan kind of knew... Bail back in the Clone Wars maybe he'll come and save Leia. I think that that was kind of clunky too. So like I think that if it was completely unexpected that Obi-Wan comes, that would have been better and they're like, "Oh crap, this is Obi-Wan Kenobi, like Colin Vader." I think that would have been pretty cool.
1: Another thing for me is why why did the Grand Inquisitor, uh, Inquisitor uh, seem so disinterested in Obi-Wan?
0: Yeah, like, I don't know about that.
1: Rebo was super focused on on uh, capturing Obi-Wan. And the Grand Inquisner, Inquisitor was kind of like almost uh, uh, preventing her from doing it. Yeah. Like, he didn't seem interested no, in d- capturing him at all. I don't know. Like, he didn't want to go out of his way to do it. Do y'all, do y'all not agree with that?
2: No, no, I agree. It was weird because not only did he almost prevent Riva from pursuing Obi Wan, do you remember episode six when Darth Vader wanted to go fight Obi Wan and the Grand Inquisitor was like, No, we need to continue pursuing these Rebels. Dude, your entire job is to hunt Jedi. (laughs) You don't care about Rebels. That's not your thing. Your thing is to be an Inquisitor and go after Jedi. Oh, that was weird. I
1: mean, it it is a... Another flip. uh, The Grand Inquisitor is really in Obi-Wan's pocket.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. no, exactly. He's like, 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 thanks, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Hey, I, I owe you my buddy thank you
1: all the um, inquisitors are like oh let, let's go like check tatooine for jedi the grand inquisitor's like ah like i already cleared oh, no team. yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: like, Brevo, not Brevo. tatooine like we spent <laughs> so much time over there like it's like yeah uh, no reva's like
2: interrogating owen grand inquisitor's like hey, 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 hey reva reva i need you i need
0: you hey, he's, ch- he's, chill. he's chill he's <laughs> chill he's chill he's like it's fine no <laughs> that that's hilarious that's really funny No, I don't know. I I agree. I I will say, like, the whole concept of they're trying to, like, eliminate the path, right, which is, like, the Jedi Underground Railroad, and so I think that it kind of makes sense that the Grand Inquisitor would go after the leadership of that organization rather than a single Jedi, but at the same time, it's Obi-Wan Kenobi, so it's like, I don't know. I can kind of understand that, but I agree that it's... That's just uh, another one of those
2: things of, like, I understand their intentions, but the execution with the writing
0: just yeah made it. and then it, it's also meant to like show that vader is like so focused on obi-wan that he's willing to yeah you know, so whatever but um i mean pivoting to stuff that i do like obviously the final fight was amazing mm-hmm. i don't love the shaky cam the shaky cam that they use in the oh, show oh it's right, like, yeah oh my god it's
2: Cinematography. Ve-
0: it's very fan filmy to me like it feels like it was like filmed in someone's backyard but other than that i thought it was really really good um, but yeah, no. And the flashback was amazing, but what
1: else you Jonah, uh, the, the reels you've been posting of lightsaber duels, uh, what are the yeah. effects on that? Those are kind of cool.
0: Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, I use, uh, a program called HitFilm, and, uh, yeah, no, I just edit them myself. I choreograph them with my buddy Sean or my brother, and and then, uh, yeah, just edit them myself, frame by frame, and then put them up on instagram and youtube so if, if you want to check them out listeners go ahead and uh look us up on instagram at twin sun talks or youtube twin sun talks podcast check them out they're pretty cool um, yeah,
2: They are pretty cool i've seen those i think the effects actually look awesome
0: well thank you i appreciate that which we, we try we try our best um but uh but yeah no i mean like but i tried to not do shaky cam because i feel like that's distressing
2: well, yeah you want to see the action okay like, <laughs> i swear time. last thing i did not like or this this was more funny than anything yeah but obi-wan is the least stealthy person in the world thank god that he's never been in a situation where he's had to be inconspicuous and sneak around people who act like real human beings because <laughs> That entire infiltration sequence was just another <laughs> example of the show being so yeah. cartoony. There was literally mm-hmm. like a point where he's like sneaking through the hallway and then stormtrooper's <laughs> like, here's something. He's like ducks behind a corner. Yeah, <laughs> it's, like, it's like, there's
0: no way you didn't see him.
2: Like, no, it's it's like, like he was right there. He's sneaking into the fortress Inquisitorius. I'll also, let that sneak in, or sneak in. That's a real name, by the way. But yeah, he's, <laughs> he's sneaking, in, or sneaking in to this heavily guarded fortress just yeah. by swimming under it in the water whereas someone five years prior Cal kestis did the same thing granted he, they did a lot better in that game but like yeah don't you think if it happens once it's like ah oh, i think we got to figure that out guys we have an underwater <laughs> yeah. fortress maybe we shouldn't let people just swim up under it
0: got to patch that up a little bit i mean imagine he takes out a stormtrooper right away what if he was sneaking around in stormtrooper armor how cool would that have been like, yeah,
2: I mean, I think they were scared to do it because they're like, ah, oh, we don't want to copy Episode four too much. You but already they, did. Instead, they copied just Fallen Order.
0: Yeah. I mean, they kind of already <laughs> copy, uh They already kind of copied Episode four with Obi-Wan... Sne- like, Obi-Wan sneaking around the Death Star might have been what they were trying to go for. But um, I will say, the tomb underneath the uh, Fortress Inquisitorius is pretty dope. With all the Jedi yeah, awesome. that are kept in stasis or, like, in cryo, whatever. I think that that's pretty dope. I'm interested to see. I think that that ties in with, like, Snoke and the cloning process for Palpatine, if I had Mm -hmm. to guess. As
2: long as they're not using that for more of, like, a, hey, in case there's a fan character that's frozen, (laughs) we're gonna unfreeze them. (laughs) Yeah, they're they're all actually alive. Yeah, Yeah. as long as they're not doing that, I thought it was a really cool idea. I think it's funny, Jonah, that Obi-Wan didn't use Stormtrooper armor, but instead he just put on a big trench coat at the end.
0: Yeah, no, and then yeah, I had like, oh my gosh, don't even. <laughs> and, that, I think that. that was pretty
2: funny. Uh, yeah. it's, you know what? Oh, I'm not gonna dog on that part of the show because I got genuine laughs out of it. Horrible, yeah. but it it very much amused me.
0: And then rip our boy Wade right after that he gets <laughs> blo- blown out of the sky. Wade, uh, <laughs> um, Jack, what were you saying?
1: uh i was just saying like oh with the trench coat you like it's like a cartoon you like pile up a bunch of people
0: like inside it have have y'all watched bojack horseman no i've heard it's good oh yeah there's there's, there's a character that's literally like a child like it seems like like three children stacked on top of each other in a trench coat and it just pretends to be an adult the entire time it's really funny um but no that major bojack vibes from that scene um but, yeah, no, what did y'all think of the flashback? Um,
2: <laughs> Really, really weird part on Disney with the amount of de-aging they do within Star Wars and Marvel <laughs> and all of yeah. their CGI face work that they just yeah. didn't de-age someone who's 40 and supposed to be
0: 19. Yeah, um, no, I hey, would agree.
2: Aiden Christensen looks awesome for being... The age that he is not that he's super old you know but he looks very youthful but he doesn't look 19 just give him a little old. bit of digital makeup it for someone who already looks so young it should
0: have been so easy no i agree no yeah because it's literally just like the creases in his forehead like he just has some lines that's all yeah, just, just touching like, very a minor bit.
2: stuff they just yeah i mean his voice was spot on he was doing anakin mm-hmm. from that era but i don't know if it was a budgetary constraint i don't know if they thought it would take away yeah, from. It. The emotions of yeah. the scene but like they've de- digitally recreated luke skywalker <laughs> like in multiple series they can't just yeah. do a little de-aging with the actor that you currently have yeah.
1: i i honestly think that they probably tried and it didn't look good that's the only explanation i have there's, there's no, way no way do i don't do know they but they that, I, that, that didn't take away from that scene for me at least i thought his I mannerisms did, but... were spot on his voice mm-hmm. was spot on it, it I, i'm okay like, I'm not going to... Yeah. It.
2: I mean, I think that as far as flashback goes, I probably would have rather a Clone Wars flashback. I think everybody was waiting for that live-action Clone Wars armor. Mm-hmm, but no, yeah. it, was, it was fine. I mean, it was a nice parallel to what was happening during the episode. Uh, But I just... I don't believe that the CGI de whatever they were doing, wouldn't look good because if you look at Ant-Man from 2015, they de Michael Douglas' character...
0: Oh yeah. And he's, it looks great.
2: Yeah, he's they're taking him back like 40 years, 50 mm-hmm. years. Yeah. That dude looks awesome. I was like, you yeah. you could definitely do that to Anakin. And that show or that movie was what, seven, six years ago?
0: Even Nick Fury and uh Captain Marvel, same thing. And he's oh, in like God, the entire yeah. movie. Yeah. So I don't know. But uh, I, I, I agree, Jack. I don't think it took away, but it was definitely like he turned around and I was like, Oh. Interesting. Because I was like, oh, Padawan Braid. It was like oh that's older <laughs> like, that's, <laughs> uh, that's not quite right but yeah, yeah. No, i know i thought it was great i wish that they were throughout the entire show like i think yeah. that, like if you're trying to fill in gaps like any of like i because that's the biggest thing i've seen is like oh you can't have a show focused entirely on obi-wan you kind of got to like split it up a little bit have like a b plot and that's where reva comes in it's like okay sure Put in flashbacks. That's your B-plot. Show the past. Show how that's affecting the present. Tie in those moments.
2: Well, yeah. I, I think know. that like flashbacks and shows, I'm not usually the biggest fan of just because I feel like it really slows down the pace. But in this case, I think they would have really worked because people mm-hmm. want to see those flashbacks. But also the way that they were marketing this show when it was first announced, yeah, you know, by bringing out Hayden and bringing out Ewan... Mm -hmm. They really made it seem as if, like, because, like you said, you can't have the entire show be Obi-Wan or, like, what he's up to, but, like, you Mm -hmm. need that B-plot or you just need something on the side. I thought that what they were doing was you're going to have what Obi-Wan's up to and you're going to have what Darth Vader's up to tying in some flashbacks. They almost split the screen time equally and it all culminates in this big, epic fight and it would have just been a really simple... Mm-hmm. sad but also uplifting tail
0: yeah but i, I just, again that wasn't what, too cool of course yeah i know why would they do something like that no i uh i i completely agree that's what i was expecting from the show too but but alas um yeah no uh jack do you got anything or do we want to talk about qui-gon let's talk
1: about qui-gon
0: i mean i i loved i loved qui-gon i, I wish he had showed up sooner i wish that This is another thing. Sorry. This is so many rewrites that I'm doing for this show, just on the spot. But like if Qui-Gon had interceded and helped Obi-Wan escape by like distracting Vader, (laughs) like, man. Put a bow on it. Like that would have been that's it. Yeah, or like Obi-Wan's about to strike him down and Qui-Gon's like, not like this. Yeah, no. Or just we would have been like "Ah."
1: That would have explained why Obi-Wan didn't kill Vader. That literally would have explained it. It's so no, easy.
0: No, it's we we'd have a we just, podcast where we just sit film. down
2: and, <laughs> and just rewrite everything. <laughs> hey, we're we do on a I'm, podcast, I'm like, coming up
1: with stuff on the spot that would have made it so much better. Like, <laughs> yeah,
2: and like, you know these people sat in like, What is me, so. <laughs> like, gosh, yeah. I just I'm think that, even. like... Also, Qui-Gon, he looked awesome. Liam Neeson looked he did. great. I, I don't know he if there's CGI involved. I know he was blue, and that helps a lot, but... Yeah. You know, I... I I think they probably de-aged him. That's, it was fantastic. And I love in.
0: this is this is a complete side note, but like whenever people talk to him about like the poor reception of the of Phantom Menace, and he's like, "I don't care. I got to be a Jedi." It's like that's yeah. the best mentality possible. Yeah, like awesome. I he's love like, that. Like, oh, he's the yeah. tough
2: actor that you want in Star Wars films.
1: He's a genuine yeah. fan. No, yeah. It's, on, it's on top fantastic. of everything, I love Liam Neeson. I mean, I, I love Taken. That's aside from the point. But yeah his comments yeah. are great they asked him about obi-wan he just said you know how excited he was to to be invited back on the project yeah i mean it's just so great so genuine
0: yeah Same with you um, and, too. i mean you and 100 oh, yeah yeah uh, i i and
2: that, that is why I, oh i'm sorry Jonathan.
0: no go for it go for it
2: well i was gonna say on that note that's also why yes i know that it would just be kind of forced if we bring back samuel L. jackson because we're bringing back all these dead characters but he's also such a genuine fan and he brings such yep. an energy to roles like this that he
0: really loves.
2: I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. bring him back. Let him be Mace yep. Windu again. You know, dude. it's like, well, it's like, so infectious happen. when someone loves their role.
0: Yeah. I mean, I do. Mace Windu is my favorite character and I've been wanting that to happen for yeah, so bring long. Bring him back. I That's the fan
2: service that I don't care about because they would exactly. be awesome.
0: Yeah, no, it would be it would be fantastic. And, and talking about how much Ewan likes it, I'd like to transition and it's like, I I do. It makes me sad because he's like, whenever people talk about a season two, he's like, yeah, I hope that happens because like he just loves being back and being that character. I really don't want a season two though. Like oh. I really just don't. Yeah. But like, do do a Clone Wars show, live action Clone Wars, please, or and it, thank just you. do a different like. like if you want to,
2: <laughs> I don't know. I, it seems like they're gonna continue Reva's storyline and something. But like, yeah, Ewan can be back. Like you said, it doesn't have to be an Obi-Wan show. It could be flashbacks. You could just make a guest appearance in something else. Yeah.
0: I want you in more than than Reva though. So like I would like like I, I wouldn't I, I will say I will be very hesitant about a season two. I won't be like mad, I guess, for long. I'll be kind of upset. But like just because that does feel like a cash grab.
2: Oh, 100 percent I mean I but
0: I mean the whole yeah. the whole concept of like the trilogy like that was originally planned. I think that they could pull it off after hearing that, that makes me a little less hesitant because it did feel like this wrapped up really well, but I think that they could do, I think they could do it. They would probably need to be like four episodes rather than six to make it like, like four decent, like 40 minute long episodes to make it like a good, concise, solid story. Um, But I mean, I wouldn't be opposed entirely. I just, I, on principle, I would prefer it not happen.
1: I I have a, I have a take about cash grabs. So, I obviously uh, am a supporter of all the Star Wars content. Like, I love that new Star Wars content is coming out, but it, it almost feels a bit like diluted. I don't know if that's the correct Mm -hmm. word, but I've I've lost the allure. I, I've lost the allure of, like, oh, my God, there's a new Star Wars movie out. Like, I cannot wait to go to the theater and see it.
0: you yeah. have just kind of lost yeah. that. Which, I mean, uh, when are we going to get a movie, though? Like, that's another thing shows lined
2: movies, up. But, yeah, my, probably, my dad even made a comment. And it's not like he's following all this stuff, but... You know, you came out with Episode 7, you came out with Rogue One, then you're coming out with Episode 8, then you have Solo coming out less than six months later. It's like, what are you doing? So, like, yeah. sh- slow it down a little bit. Yeah. But it's yep. weird because Bob Iger, who was the CEO of Disney at the time, you know, he was on the right track by saying, hey, we're going to slow down these movies. We're not going to do them yearly because then it's not as if Star Wars an event. Because Star yeah. Wars, when Episode 7 came out, there hasn't been a movie in so long. Not that I want to necessarily... 10 year break but yeah. you know i remember that we were literally standing in line to get in the movie theater mm-hmm. and it's not gonna yeah. be like that anymore but yeah it was weird it was like they were on the right track hey we can't come out with so much star wars content because it's not gonna be special anymore hey by that though we just met movies we are gonna come out the billion tv shows Yeah,
0: no and it's wild dude i'm actually really looking forward to it because we're getting and or August 31st. So it's going to be after this comes out like a, a week or two after this episode's going to be coming out. And then we're getting Bad Batch in September. So we're going to get it, be getting two shows at once, which is going to be wild. And then Mando right up after that, we're going to get Visions, Tales of the Jedi, Ahsoka, Skeleton Crew. Oh it's wild. And I mean, and I mean it's a to lot to
1: watch. It. Like
0: I'm I'm pretty like, excited for all of them on. actually. Like like it's I'm, well, I don't know if you just saw my reel recently, uh, either of y'all, but like, it was just like, it was me, like, it's like trying to stay optimistic about new Star Wars projects after, um, after everything, like after consistent disappointment, it's like, everything's okay. It's like this little girl (laughs) screaming. It's like, it's like, I mean, that's kind of how I feel. Like, I mean, I'm, especially with like the podcast, it's like, I'd like to try to put out some positivity, but I mean, it is. The, the thing that I'm most worried about is the first movie back, whenever that may be, that needs to be literally perfect. Like, it needs to be the perfect <sighs> movie. Because yeah. if it's not, then it. I think that, that that's almost like that's the nail in the coffin. Like, you're done. And mm-hmm. you can't be done with Star Wars movies. That's just not an option. No, so like, I agree. Yeah, I mean, I'm never going
2: to get tired of the franchise, but, you know, it. the way I see it, I'm I might. Star Wars honestly. Wanna, <laughs> well, I mean if you want to come out with a billion new things, fine. But make sure they're good. Yeah. Because it seems like you're spreading yourself so thin that each project can't get the care that
0: it's I mean that's,
2: that's you know, happening to Marvel right deserving now. Of. Yeah, it is yeah. happening to Marvel and I I hate to see it cuz I love Marvel, but you see stuff like the VFX industry crying out that they can't mm-hmm. handle this many projects at once. You know, you have yeah, a new no. show coming out every week hey, we need time to make these special effects look good. It's like, it's an art. But yeah, at this point, it's just, they don't care about that. It's a business. You know, it's no. like, no, we need, we need subscribers. We need, if there's not a Star Wars show happening this month, we need one happening next month.
0: Yeah. It's really but, unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. And especially with Marvel, because like, obviously... I mean I have a Star Wars podcast so obviously not a Marvel podcast. So obviously my allegiances run much deeper with Star Wars and I'm I'm I appreciate the lore a lot more. I know a lot more about it. It's a lot nearer and dearer to my heart. I'm going to stick with it longer than I will with Marvel. But I mean like Marvel's losing me hard hard. Mm-hmm. Like I mean I actually didn't hate Miss Marvel. Jeb and I just binged it recently. I would recommend binging it. I don't think it would work well as a weekly release show at all um but i think binging it it was it was fine it exceeded my expectations which were pretty low but i mean thor 11 thunder was a um multiverse of madness i liked it at first and then after i thought about it a little more like i mean it's just like they're going downhill pretty quick in my opinion which is a real shame
2: yeah i mean i will say i know you don't have a marvel podcast oh, but we can yeah. that's
0: what this kind of episode's for you can talk about whatever
2: okay well it's the same problem that star wars has i mean these shows i feel like they need the oversight of someone like dave filoni or just anyone who really cares about the lore and mm-hmm. can really quality control the amount of content coming out because with marvel let's say phase one phase two phase three of their movies they didn't have the disney plus shows to care about And if the movies were coming out, I mean, Phase One and Two, like what it was, one, two Marvel movies a year. Like Phase Three, like maybe we increase those numbers to two and three. That's still like that's enough movies coming out that Kevin Feige, who is their, you know, creative director. What I don't his exact title, but he's involved.
0: President, yeah, president.
2: He's current the president, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, he was the guy behind the scenes who was making sure. That all of these story storylines were consistent. That mm-hmm. they were, or there's no other word to say that, that they were just good. Yeah. And when you come out with a billion new movies and TV shows, you don't yeah. have that sort of quality control behind the scenes. You're just kind of trusting your directors and writers to come out with the best thing that they can. And yeah, sometimes it works.
0: Sometimes it's. <clears throat> I think that COVID really shot him in the foot with that because they had such a low they didn't have any content for a year and then all the stuff that was supposed to come out in 2020 came out in 2021 alongside the stuff that was already slated for 2021 so you got like double the content in one year and then it feels like they've just been playing catch up, and they keep tripping over their own feet trying to like regain their footing and i think that early on like i liked wandavision enough i loved loki um and stuff like that but just as it's gone it's just gone like tick 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 and they've just been i feel like they've just been struggling to release these things on time it's like we don't really care like mm-hmm. make them good we can wait a couple more months like it's fine well it's the I same know. thing with like
2: video games you know if you're gonna yeah. rush a video game i don't think that that's gonna be fun because now we just have to wait a couple months for them to fix it but yeah you can't really do that with movies and tv shows Mm-hmm. It's like, if you need more time on it, it's like you said, just just take it. We're, like, we're fine. We'd yeah, rather a better okay. product. Uh, yeah. Also, speaking of video games, I played Star Wars The Old Republic recently, just mm-hmm. to kind of remind myself of what it was like. I had a genuinely good time, and it really made me wonder why open world Star Wars games are not a bigger focus at the moment.
0: Skywalker because- Saga.
2: I mean, okay, sorry, sorry. It's not that Lego doesn't count. Lego <laughs> yeah, absolutely yeah. counts. But, I mean, just the idea of hopping on my own ship, choosing yeah. which planet I want to go to, having such a large hub for you to explore, Star Wars is just ripe for that. Mm-hmm. But I, I okay, agree. I know Ubisoft has their thing coming out, some game called Star Wars Eclipse.
0: Which looks but awesome.
2: It does look awesome. The, the company behind the game, I've heard iffy things about. Yeah, but we'll, we'll we'll see. Uh but yeah, I mean
0: That's good to know. I'm not a huge gamer, so I can't speak as much to that. Um, but that's really cool. I will say I completely forgot about Skywalker saga until this conversation right now. That's real. Um, so might but... yeah, might hop on that tomorrow after work. But um but yeah, no, I mean I I'm always down. I might I might hop on either Kotor or Old Republic and and try it out. I've heard good things, but or Couture, better things about we-
2: yeah, that's yeah. my favorite Star Wars story. You would, okay. you would love it. Yeah.
1: Uh, let, let me, just, let me hop in you. My, It's very dated. <laughs> uh, Go for it, so speaking, of, speaking of open world games, the new Harry Potter open world game looks sick. Have y'all seen the trailer oh, wow. for that? Really?
2: Yeah, no, I, I have. Not <laughs> Yeah, I
1: think it. I think it. Uh, I don't have a date, but I think it's on the horizon. If you haven't seen Wild. the trailer, you need to watch it. It's like completely open okay, well, world you choose your wizard like what kind of wizard you want to be in hogwarts and like lo- like diagon alley all of that i don't know if y'all are harry potter fans i'm a huge fan yeah
0: totally but no i love harry potter anyway um, let's get
1: back on track for star Wars. yeah yeah
0: yeah totally and I, i'm probably about ready to wrap this up i yeah. since we, we we obviously i figured we were going to talk for a while but if for whatever reason we ran out of stuff to talk about uh i have something that we can do next time but it's it's a segment I don't know if y'all are familiar called Star Wars versus everything else. I've done it with a couple other uh, guests where I just like pit a Star Wars character versus uh, uh, another character from another franchise. And I've recently created like a randomizable spreadsheet that I can like just do random stuff right away. But I'll I'll keep that for another episode just because this is running kind of long. Um, do y'all have any final thoughts before we get into rank of master? Uh, about just Kenobi, future Star Wars projects, whatever.
1: Not that I can think of.
0: No.
2: Um. I mean, I guess the my biggest takeaway: Kenobi Bruh. just seems like another symptom of spreading yourself too thin with all the yeah. projects you're coming out with. I think that that show could have taken a little bit more creative oversight just to make sure that you know those fighter details were. A little bit more in place, but...
0: I completely agree. But it Um, is what it is. It is indeed. Um, But yeah, I know. Okay, good stuff. Good discussion. Uh, Let's dive into the rank of master. You're on this council,
1: but we do not grant you the rank of master.
0: All righty. So if you're new to the podcast, every time I have guests on, uh, what I do is I give them a quick three-question quiz. Uh, If you pass that quiz, you move up a rank. You start as a youngling move to Padawan, then Knight, and then Master. Once you're Master, you have the ability to challenge me for the rank of Grandmaster, which has happened once already. If you go back and listen to our 100th episode, uh, my brother Jeb actually challenged me to the rank of Grandmaster. Unsuccessfully, I'm still the reigning Grandmaster. (laughs) But uh, today we actually have someone else that's going for the rank of Master. So Jack, uh, you're you're in a position to go up to the rank of Master. So I'm going to have Clayton do his quiz first, but how are you feeling?
1: Uh, I'm a little nervous. I, I've o- I'm always nervous for these quizzes because I don't want to look like an idiot on the podcast.
0: <laughs> you'll, but you'll, hopefully you'll I'll go. Fine,
1: I'm sure. I imagine I'll go three for three. We'll see.
0: Yeah, uh, and I'll explain the the master quiz goes a little differently than the normal one. Um, but but I'll explain that in a little bit. uh Clayton, you've done this quiz before. You're currently a Padawan trying to get up tonight Um, you're familiar with the format. I'm going to give you three questions of ambiguous point values um try to explain any context around an answer if you don't know it for sure um and much like the real Jedi Council I'll let my personal opinions and biases towards you as a person uh sway my decisions. so are you ready
2: do your best
0: okay question number one is what is the name of the Gungan leader in the Phantom Menace
2: boss Nass
0: that is correct. You're one for one, going into question number two, which is, what are the rare stones that powered both lightsabers and the Death Star laser?
2: Kyber crystals, which I'll actually also powered Starkiller Base, which was totally not J.J. Uh, Abrams' creator. Oh,
0: extra That's credit. which is <laughs> <laughs> It was that is definitely true. not,
2: not <laughs> ripped off of anything.
0: No, of course. Which, actually, fun fact, Starkiller, y'all know Starkiller Base is Illum. I know that you're like... uh Y- mm-hmm. y'all are following order guys but yeah no yeah yeah i, I, that... I always
2: suspected i don't think yeah. that that was probably their initial idea i think that they were just like oh crap ilum's also snow circle yeah. snow so easy <laughs> yeah.
0: i agree but i think that that's i i i don't mind i think that that's a oh, cool, cool little cool. detail i mean it makes sense oh.
2: because mass location copper yeah. crystals
0: no most most definitely um but yes that is correct two for two going into question number three which is what is the name of the score known colloquially as Darth Vader's theme?
2: The Imperial March.
0: That is true. Yes. Or okay, correct. I, okay, Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Three for three. Um, yeah. I mean, that's the size of your knight. So congratulations on moving up to the next rank. Whenever you come on next, you will have the ability to go up to the rank of master. So congratulations. How are you feeling?
2: I feel powerful. You are but powerful. I feel like I'm deserving of the master title. <laughs> Give hate. me a seat at the council.
0: Next time, take a take a <laughs> seat. Um you're on this council, but we do not grant you the rank of master. Ah. Um but uh okay, so Jack, um your quiz is slightly different just because in order to preserve the integrity of the segment, uh whenever people go up to master, what I do is I uh I have a numbered list of questions for the Uh, rank of master and what i do is i just put in i I look up random number generator on google and i choose three random numbers because i don't want my opinions to sway whichever questions i choose for whichever person um so yeah these are completely randomly generated questions that i feel like um take a certain level of star wars knowledge that is exceeding those of an average fan. Like I feel like an average fan could probably get tonight. Um I try to make it so that people who have just watched the movies can get to Padawan and oh crap, he's gone again.
2: oh that, that's bad timing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. We can just wait for a little bit. Clayton, how are you?
2: Doing good. Doing, Doing good. good. Okay. That's good. All right
0: guys. No, you're good. Okay, and your sound is still here, so I'm gonna I'm gonna keep us keep us rolling. But um, okay, Jack. Basically, what I was saying was I try to make it so that people who have just watched the movies can get to the rank of Padawan. Maybe watch some of the movies and shows can get to the rank of Knight. But then, I try to make it so that the rank of Master takes a certain uh, level of expertise. That it might seem easy to people like you because y'all are both pretty knowledgeable. Um. But for the most part, I feel like it would require a a level of recollection and knowledge that most people wouldn't have. So, um, with that in mind, Jack, are you ready?
1: We'll see. I think so. All right. I'm not confident.
0: (laughs) (laughs) On your journey to the rank of master, question number one is What is the name of the Mandalorian from the show, The Mandalorian? Din.
1: D G I N
0: yes uh it's actually that's actually not correct um, but uh but then the name is correct Din is correct do you know his last name by by chance uh,
2: quick check check your phone I'll text it to you
1: <laughs> I, w- I would never uh, you're, you're just like, um, we, we, we have tech- on this podcast <laughs> uh, I think it starts with a j I don't know you can, I don't you know can phone me in.
0: Is close. I'll let you phone phone in, uh, phone in Clayton for for partial credit.
1: Okay. What is it? Tell me.
2: It's it's Den I think that's well, I, mean, what you're getting I got, I got the initial
0: Djarin. right.
1: I, I did yeah, say yeah, it's. Yeah, yeah. I should get uh, 0.75 credit on that.
0: Yeah, I, I would agree. I think you're you're there. You're there. Um, okay. So yeah, one point seven five out of one going into question number two. Okay. Um, what is the name? the Jawa's transportation vehicle? Uh, Sandcrawler. That is correct. You are now 1.75 out of two going into question number three, which is what is Han Solo's homeworld? Corellia. That is correct. So you went 2.75 out of three uh, on your road to master, and while that's not a perfect score, I do think that that is enough to earn you the rank of master. So, congratulations, Jack! Um, Thank you. You've earned a seat on the council. The next time you come on the podcast, you have the ability to challenge me for the rank of grandmaster, um, which we can discuss when when the time arises. But uh, that being said, how do you feel? I feel great. Uh, you know, I,
1: I I would have liked to go three for three straight up i appreciate the the uh, council's generosity and letting me in of course i was honestly a little of bit course. surprised I, I thought that uh i would get docked a little bit more for i mean i guess i just didn't know his last name but i definitely Which felt is, it's generous
0: it's the same as my brother whenever jeb got the rank of master he he got the first name and didn't get the last name and he got the rank of master so i felt it only fair to as that precedent was set to to let you in but um but that being said, congratulations to both of y'all on moving up a rank. Um, Thank you. I'm glad to have you back on the pod and excited to have y'all on again, maybe an and review um, in, in the near future, who knows? But, um, but that being said, this wouldn't be a proper episode if I didn't leave y'all with just a little bit more. All righty, so today what I have for y'all is that Darth Vader was actually six foot eight. So he's a very tall individual, but Anakin Skywalker was six foot one. So the prosthetic limbs that Vader was given actually increases his height a little bit. So just thought that Ooh. was an interesting little thing. Do you tidbit.
2: think that he, that uh, Ankit specifically requested that? Yeah, no. Like, hey man, could you just,
0: just, just a little bit, <laughs> like just a little bit. like seven sick. inches. <laughs> um, um, I'm
2: hoping the next time we hop on the pod and maybe discuss Andor, I'm hoping it's nothing but positivity because I feel like our last two podcasts, all <laughs> and Obi-Wan, unfortunately, yeah. we didn't have that many good things to say.
1: You know, I, I also felt I don't felt like, like, I don't today, like it's a negative. Me too. And I also felt like today's pod was a little bit hectic. We were kind of all over the place today, more so <laughs> <Yeah>. than... <laughs> so maybe, maybe, it's all good. Yeah.
0: I, I feel like it was a good conversation, though. I feel like it, it flowed, even though it was like, it was kind of everywhere. But I mean... I feel like this was still more positive than the book of Boba Fett. I don't feel like we had as near as much, but I also didn't have, I feel like I tried to pull us back to a little more positive every once in a while. Yeah. Um, you try. It's funny that
2: Every time you said something positive, there was just like that one <laughs> thing that we all remembered. We're like, yeah, What's it was the... cool that like Obi-Wan went to go protect Leia. But, but also it, like stupid that bail? Yeah. yeah.
0: No, no kidding. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's the funny thing is the one thing that I was like, isn't this stupid? And y'all were like, well, I actually kind of like that part. It's like, well, yeah, that's about right. Um, <laughs> but, um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, love having y'all on. Again, one of my favorite conversations that I've had on the pod, I think that y'all just provide a lot of great insights. So I'm really thankful for y'all uh, making time. I know that this was, it was tough to find time uh, to make this happen because I know both of y'all are, are busy individuals, but I'm glad that we fit this in. Um, do y'all have any final thoughts before I close us out? I don't think so. Good stuff. No,
2: I just, uh, I'm really working on my positivity as a Star Wars fan. But, <laughs> you know, the same as Marvel, they're really making it tough.
0: Good stuff. No, I agree. No, I, I, I try, but it, it does it does get hard sometimes. But uh, that being said, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, this was a fun episode. Hope that y'all enjoyed Obi-Wan Kenobi at least a little bit. And uh, I hope that y'all found this, this conversation entertaining. But make sure you uh, follow us on Instagram once more uh, at Twin Sun Talks. Subscribe to us on YouTube, Twin Sun Talks Podcast. And listen to us wherever you get your podcasts by searching Twin Sun Talks. Um, that's about all that I have for this episode. You've taken your first steps into a larger world. May the Force be with you. And I will see y'all in the next episode. Bye, friends.